Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Oh, my fucking God. Folks, let me just tell you, Georgia Fonnie Willis's indictment comes out, and I quite literally stayed up until an ungodly hour. I could not just get enough of the coverage. So let's just dive in on this Woke Wednesday which is that Donald Trump, America's favorite criminal, is now indicted and is facing, he's been indicted four times, friends, four fucking times, okay? And he is now facing, get this, across states, across the federal government and the Department of Justice, 91 total fucking charges. So let us just get something real straight with the Republican Party right now, shall we? Which is that these grifting ass, right? Grifting ass, lying ass motherfuckers do not believe in law and order, right? They've been able to lie to the American people with their bumper sticker logic, talking about the fact that law and order and blue lives matter and this, that, and the other thing. So long as it's not one of their cronies that is a target of investigation. So it's all... Lock him up when we're talking about Bill Clinton in the 90s and sexual misconduct and lying about it. Oh, my God. Then lying right in the 90s was such a huge impeachable offense. Fast forward 30 fucking years and the Republican Party could give a fuck. Right. They lie as well as they breathe. So they're totally not going to impeach anybody over that because, see, if the Republican Party had had any courage, had had any spine, had been actual patriots, they could have done this for the American people and impeached Donald Trump. He would have gone on into oblivion and we would have all moved on. Right. I would have still hoped, right, that he would have been prosecuted an indictment for the crimes that he committed. 
all laid out in the Mueller report. But had Donald Trump actually been impeached, we wouldn't be dealing with this because he wouldn't have been able to run for office again. And he would just be a footnote right in history. So here's where we are today, which is for two and a half years, District Attorney Fonnie Willis and her team have been investigating the crime organization that we now know has been led by Donald Trump. Now, if you've been listening to Woke AF for any amount of time, you know that I have often said and referred to the entirety of the Trump family as a fucking crime organization. This motherfucker has been criming, right, for at least the last 50 years. We're talking about real estate fraud in New York. We're talking about defrauding contractors and not paying people. We're talking about so many fucking crimes, not to mention the over 20 women that had accused Donald Trump of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and sexual misconduct, right? So now you fast forward. And what the Republican Party wanted you to believe after the 2020 election is that everything that they were doing was just in spontaneous reaction to what they believed was not a fair and free election. But come to find out, if we all remember, Donald Trump started planting the seeds when he was seeing the poll numbers that this wasn't going to be a free and fair election. He said that months and months and months prior. Come to find out, this was actually the fairest and freest of all elections that we've had. Why? Because following their crackpot fucking team in the Trump organization, we had 66 different court cases laughed out of court, filed by Rudy Giuliani and uh, Sidney Powell and the rest of their like crackpot team trying to come up with conspiracy theories that range from Chinese bamboo being used in ballots to the lies that they did to defame uh, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, right? Like, they went to so many lengths. And why did they do that? Well, in the now infamous hour recorded conversation between Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, and Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State in Georgia, just find me 11,740 votes. We'll figure out the rest, right? Was essentially what was laid out. And it is specifically laid out in, I believe, page 20 of the Georgia indictment against Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants, right? What Fonnie Willis did with her timeline and meticulous in 98-page indictment was to show us in no unequivocal terms that Donald Trump is a mob boss. Now, we know this anecdotally from people like Michael Cohen and other people who worked for Donald Trump or weren't paid by Donald Trump who had said he doesn't like to write things down. He only likes to do things over the phone. He doesn't use email. He doesn't do this, that, and the other thing. Why? Because if you watch any two-bit mobster movie or pay attention to Law & Order, criminals largely do not want any evidence of their fucking criming. So they can give you a wink and a nod and kind of move on because they know that you're assuming what it is that you need to do on their behalf without them explicitly saying so. But Donald Trump and his motherfucking hubris may have finally, right, 
written a check that his big, big orange ass can't actually cash, which is being on the phone with Brad Raffensperger and telling him, I just need you to go out there and find me those votes or better yet, just say that there's something fraudulent going on and we'll take care of the rest. Well, one, Brad clearly knew I'm going to record this shit because I'm not going to be the one that gets fucking caught up. So he does. And then also he's saying, I'm happy to investigate whatever, but y'all got any evidence? Like, because that's actually what you need in order to prosecute a case. Y'all have any of that? Oh, no, no. Giuliani's like, nah, we don't we don't have any, you know, evidence. Like, we'll we'll get to that point. Just plant the seeds. Because before any of this, dear friends, they are on a communications PR mission to interject into the consciousness of the nation that there could have potentially been improprieties and then allow that to spread literally like wildfire. They were planting the seeds in Arizona, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in D.C., in Georgia, right? All of the battleground states because we'll just follow up. We won't give up power. We'll follow up with these lawsuits We'll put them in front of our quote-unquote friendly judges and we'll be good to go. Trump will stay in power if, in fact, Mike Pence doesn't do his job. So every one of those 18 other people in Fonnie Willis's fucking RICO case has been and has a role, an integral role, in this entire election fraud scheme. Whether your role was to go ahead and intimidate and pressure and threaten Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, whether your role was to open up voting machines, right? Whether your role, like everyone had a job. And Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell's jobs were to run up in all of these courthouses, make up a bunch of shit, and just give a wink and a nod to a Republican-appointed judge and just, you know, steal an election. I mean, folks, like, it reads like the biggest crime political fiction that you've ever read. Right? This is bigger than, like, scandal. Shonda Rhimes couldn't have come up with this. It's so outlandish and fucking brazen because they thought that every single Republican was going to be on their side in these positions of power to just push along their bullshit conspiracy, whether or not they had evidence, facts, or any of those things on their side. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Folks, it is absolutely fucking batshit crazy that the front runner of the Republican Party has now been indicted four times and has 91 charges hanging over his head. Now, here's the thing. Teflon is good, but I don't think that it dodges 91 fucking bullets. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think that Donald Trump gets cleared of 91 charges. And so whether or not, as many are speculating on air, whether or not Donald Trump, by the grace of fucking Satan, becomes president of the United States in 2024, He can't pardon himself from this, nor can he pardon the other 18 people. So when you have people now reading this indictment that they're including in and doing the math in terms of, well, what happens if we're convicted? Doesn't matter if DeSantis is president or that milk toast Mike Pence or that sellout Nikki Haley or anybody, because it's a state crime. So, Fonnie Willis, two and a half years, 18 people, 
19, including Donald Trump, 30 co-conspirators. And by the co-conspirators, we don't know currently if those people are cooperating with the DA's office or not. And so what we do know, folks, is that there were people in that crazy Oval Office fucking meeting where people were screaming and yelling and just throwing out any bullshit scheme that they could against the wall, that there are people in that room that are singing, that are singing. Now, Fonnie Willis said in her midnight press conference that she was trying all of these 19 defendants together. I think that as time moves on, we have the judge that was appointed, and I want to pull up that judge's name. It is Judge McAfee, who, according to some, is a junior judge. He has been, I believe, on the bench for about 10 years. So this is according to CNN. Scott McAfee uh, became Fulton County Superior Court judge in February after a career in which he has worked as a prosecutor and state inspector general where he was, quote, responsible for investigating allegations of fraud, waste and abuse in the executive branch of state government. Uh, When he was appointed inspector general in March 2021, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, a Republican, called him a strong addition to my administration. His experience as a tough prosecutor equips him to search out fraud, waste, abuse and corruption and bring those to justice who break the law. Prior to his IG role, he worked as the assistant United States attorney in the Northern District of Georgia and as a senior assistant district attorney in the Fulton County Atlanta Judicial Circuit. In those positions, he prosecuted cases on drug trafficking, fraud, armed robbery, and murder. So it seems here that uh, folks have said, you know, he's been around for about 10 years, you know, uh, across his 10-year career as a lawyer. Uh, This is according to ABC News. McAfee has spent all but six months in public service, notably working for three and a half years with the Fulton County District Attorney's Office. He also worked as a federal prosecutor in Georgia and as an assistant district attorney, which I just named. Just some little insight, you know, because mainstream media just wants to find something. They said in June, McAfee fined pro-Trump attorney Lynn Wood $5,000 in contempt of court for, get this, violating an order against insulting his former legal associates. And this is what the judge said. I can't overlook the protracted and flagrant nature of the violation, McAfee said of Wood's disparaging comments threatening to fine him $15,000 for future violations. So we don't know, honestly, uh, from these write-ups, if, in fact, McAfee is another alien canon or if he is actually, right, a judge that can be trusted to uphold the law regardless of partisan beliefs. Now, I say this, and I don't want folks to roll their eyes, but prior to Donald Trump, we were never really concerned with the appointment of federal judges. Now, that is both a downside and an upside. Downside, 
the Democrats were never playing in that space and needed to be, which is why we're in this place right now. Upside is that you had the three circuit federal court, the circuit court, excuse me, that overturned and basically admonished Aileen Cannon in Florida for her blatant mistakes and frankly kowtowing to Donald Trump, right? In the documents case and the slow rolling of that. So I think that if you care at all about your reputation and you're not a fraud or a grifter yourself, um, which that, let's just say that that black robe does not stop you from being, looking at you, Clarence Thomas and Alito, nonetheless, it is possible that this judge is actually going to do his job. Now, Fonnie Willis, in her press conference, said that she was going to seek to be ready to go in six months. It is August. So, you know, we can do that math and say that she wants to be ready to go in the first quarter of the new year. We know that Jack Smith has already requested January 2nd from Judge Trunkin, which we will find out on August 28th what exactly the trial date is for that case in the insurrection against Donald Trump and Donald Trump only, even though there are six co-conspirators that were listed in that indictment. This is the case that many have speculated in the legal sphere is, quote, built for speed. Jack Smith did not do what Fonnie Willis did. Mind you, he had about 10 months worth of investigative time. She has been investigating for two and a half years. But in knowing what we are beginning to understand about these RICO charges and multiple defendants is that I don't think Jack Smith wanted to run the risk with a larger slate of people knowing that, guess what? We have an upcoming election and we may want to get this fucking done. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Folks, I mean, here's the thing. Aileen Cannon offered up, I think, May of 2024 for the documents case. We know that she's not going to stick to that. You have now Fonnie Willis saying she could be ready in six months. We'll see when the folks are arraigned, which will happen next Friday. Uh, They have 10 days, essentially, to get their shit together. I mean, I would have liked for her to say, y'all, I'll see you all on Friday, right? Like, you know, you're you're wealthy, you know, make a way. But she gave them 10 days. So we will see um, what the magistrate says in the first hearing with uh, Judge McAfee now in the Georgia case. But I got to say, again, 91 fucking charges. You ain't dodging all of them. I don't care if you're Neo from the fucking Matrix, right? He got clipped once too. So, I mean, this feels different, folks, and I don't want to count our chickens before they hatch, and I don't want to, you know, get too excited. But I think that if this is what comes after two and a half years of investigations on Fonnie Willis's part, 10 months of investigations, on uh, Jack Smith's point, investigations that were happening in New York, right, which is where Alvin Bragg issued the first indictment. You know, this motherfucker is going to trial next year. The decision needs to be made on whether or not that is before the November election. My hope is that one If not, two cases are being tried at the same time. One is January 6th. The other is Georgia in the first quarter and second quarter of the new year, meaning that by the time we get into the heat of summer, Donald Trump has guilty charges against him. That is the hope. That is the prayer. And that is it for me today, dear friends, on woke wednesday if you are watching this video on patreon tell me in the comment sections below what was your first reaction to the Fonnie willis georgia indictment coming a day early how are you feeling about these charges versus the other charges that we have seen up until this point and if you are on the iheart podcast app or on spotify apple pod or wherever you get your podcasts 
do tweet me out, thread me out at D-T-Sense, D-E-E-T-W-O-C-E-N-T-S, and tell me what you are thinking on this Woke Wednesday about, once again, they said that it was going to be a cruel, cruel summer for Donald Trump, and boy, they weren't fucking lying. Tell me what you think. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF, as always. Power to the people and to all the people. Power, get woke and stay woke as fuck. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.